raise our hands to everyone worship him. Yeah, 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 yeah
Lord, tonight we give you all the praises. We pray tonight that you give us a living testimony. This year will be our year of our flowing grace. January will be good. February will be better. March will be the best. April will be glorious. May will be faithful. Every beautiful thing you are expecting this year will come to pass. Why? Because God is good. There is nothing we ask him to do that he cannot do. This month, we open doors for us in Jesus' name. Mark chapter 10, verse 48 to 52. That's what we are reading. And we are in the month of open doors. So I'm going to talk about how God opened doors to bless his people. How God opened doors to bless his people. Mark chapter 10, verse 48. Then many warned him to be quiet. He was crying to the Lord to have mercy on him. Maybe to bless him. This story was the story of, of uh, blind Bartimaeus crying for help. So the moment he knew that it was Jesus that was passing, he started shouting, Son of David, have mercy upon me. And many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. This year will be your year of flowing grace and abundant mercy. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. Rise, he's calling you. Verse 50. We are going to 52. And throwing aside his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. Verse 51. 51, quickly. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. In other words, teacher, open my eyes. Verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well, and immediately he received his sight and followed him. Your faith can open doors for you. God, if you believe God for an open door this year or this month, the Lord will open big doors for you in the name of Jesus. Why do we listen to the word of God before we pray? It's so that we can get understanding how the Lord opened doors. Open door means easy access to the blessing of God. That's what we are talking about, easy access. And God will make or create easy access for you in the name of Jesus. Your blessing will not be difficult for you to get. My mother will always pray. Your blessing will not be in a difficult place. God will give you blessing that is easy in the name of Jesus. May you get easy access to your blessing in Jesus' name. Is, it that, is that not Jedidah going out? Somebody is going out there. A little boy is going out there. You send him on errand. Uh, please be careful. Don't send that boy on errand when we are seated here. Oh yeah, go follow. Mommy, follow, follow him. Follow him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, God will give you open doors in the name of Jesus. Easy access to blessing. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we think or ask according to the power that works in us. Understanding is working in you that God can open doors for you. No matter how big the door is, this month the Lord will open it for you. You are going to have easy access in the name of Jesus. Say the loudest amen. amen. How does God open door? Primary number one, God opened doors through divine connection. God opened up. God will connect you. You know, 
The door that you are struggling with, somebody is holding the key. It does not matter whether it's the door of million or the door of job or the door of opportunity or the door of traveling out or anything you need in life, God has given it to somebody. There is nothing that is big in the eyes of God that cannot give to another man. One man of God was narrating his experience. He wanted to buy a bigger house, a big house. He was trusting God that God is able to give him the big house. But he was also thinking that, ah, if I say I want to buy a big house, what will people be saying concerning me? That was what he was thinking about. Then he was flying on a plane, and the Lord asked him to look down. And he looked down, he was seeing something. He said, how big are those objects that you are seeing? Is it very small? He said, the big house, how does it look? Is it very small? He said, the big car that you are looking down, how does it look? Is it very small? He said, that is how those things look to me when I look from heaven. You want to get a big house, it's very small to me. You are trusting me for a big car, it's not very small to me. He said, if you have my eye, my perception about things, you will not be worried whether I want to give you a big thing. He said, and that settles it. Then he got the house. Whatever door you are trusting God to open, in the eyes of God, it is very small. In fact, he has done it for other people countless of times. So when God wants to perform miracle of open door, he will connect you to people or to somebody that is greater than you that can help you to achieve it. Divine connection, open door. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 12 to 16. Elisha said to Gehazi, he said, this woman has been taking care of us. Can I talk concerning her about her to a king or to the general of an army so that they can help her. And once he has I don't need it. Then he said to Gehazi's servant, call this sonomite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him. Verse 13. Quick, quick, quick. Let's go. And he said unto him, say, say now to her, look, you have been concerned for us. You have taken care for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king? You know what? Do you want me to connect you to the king? I can connect you. We say, or do you want me to speak to the commander of the army? I say, no, 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 no. I'm okay. He say, what then can we do for her? I don't need connection. It's okay. I will pray to God. Because Gazi said, she needs a child. See? By this time next year, you have a child. In other words, somebody can connect you to authority. That's why you have to trust God for divine connection. There are some things you don't need to ever to get. There are some things that no man can do. There's no doubt about that. But there are some things that human being can do it easily for you. By divine connection. By divine connection. It can be done easily for you. In fact, the card of somebody can open the Just the card. Complimentary card. Say, take this card. Wherever you go to, tell them it's from me. And before you know it, things that you thought would be very difficult shall be done with ease. I trust God this month, God will connect you. Amen. This year, God will give you divine connection. Ruth chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. Ruth chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. Naomi said, God has not forgotten his own in that he has connected us to this man, our relation. Then Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Blessed be of the Lord, who has not forsaken his kindness to the living and to the dead. Naomi said to her, This man is a relation of ours. 
one of our close relatives. In other words, God has connected us to our kinsman, Redeemer. Somebody that is capable of helping us. He said, even though you don't know him, but God has ordered your step by divine arrangement for divine connection. I don't know who is your kinsman, Redeemer, this year. The Lord will connect you in the name of Jesus. What am I saying tonight? Divine connection. Open door. Esther chapter 2 verse 20. Boazi told Esther. Ziboazi, no. Modekai told Esther, do not reveal your identity to people around. Esther was connected to Modekai, who has the wisdom on how to stay in power for a long time. Don't reveal your identity. Look at what he says. Now Esther had not revealed her family and her people just as Mordecai had charged her. Watch it. For Esther obeyed the command of Mordecai as when she was brought up by him. By divine connection, Esther was brought up by him and Esther became obedient because Esther recognized that it's a divine connection between her and this man. It's not just an uncle. He's a mentor. He's a teacher. So she listened. When you understand that God is the one that is connecting you to people, you'll be very careful concerning the relationship. You are likely going to be obedient. You are likely going to be humble. You are likely going to be peaceful concerning them. You will not just fight anyhow. You know that this is a divine connection. And by that relationship, Esther was mentor to greatness. You too will be mentored greatly in Jesus' name. Divine connection. Open door. Don't joke with divine connection. Because what you are praying and you are struggling to have, divine connection can give it to you easily. Number two thing that opens door is divine increase. When you increase mightily, certain doors are open for you. Most of the time, it is always rough to start from the scratch. But when you start moving, because success is never a destination, it's an achievement upon achievement. You are trusting God for God to open doors for you. You better start from where you are and grow. When you grow up to a level, certain doors open. In Genesis 26, Genesis 26, verse uh, 13 to 14, the Bible says that uh, Isaac grew in the land and multiplied exceedingly, and he continued prospering until people were afraid of him. In Genesis 26, verse 22, they discovered that they cannot fight him again. And he said, now the Lord has made room for us. Now we are going to expand. There's a level you get to that the enemies attack or what they are doing cannot affect you. That increase will continue to open doors for you. That's what happened. In Genesis 27, I think from verse 27, verse 27 down, Isaac pray for his son Esau. He said, when you become powerful, when you have increased, you will break the yoke of the enemy from you. You break his yoke from you. Okay, let's see it. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called his name Rehoboth because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the light. Divine increase opens some door. That is why it does not matter how you are moving. Don't be stagnant. Make sure you are moving forward from one level to another level. In fact, there are some of you, uh, before you. Come to this school. Nobody is noticing you. Nobody wants to associate with you. But the, by the time you are finishing, certain uncles that are not calling you, they know, ah, 
Omoyana Martin Dagba is doing well now. They want to assist you. But when you are struggling, nobody wants to assist. But you begin to do well, they will want to help you. It happens to everybody. They don't support status. Increase, make some, make some doors to open for you. Like the man that came also today, he was happy. He said, oh, I love this facility. I love this structure. I love everything. Why don't you let us do this way? And do I say, why do you want to help? He said, because I can see some things on the ground. People always, bank, even bank want to see things on the ground. Even when you have potential and you have the ability to do much, but if they don't see that you have started something, they will not want to help you. But the moment you have started and you are doing work, a lot of people want to help you. This year, you'll be helping Jesus' name. That is why you should not be stagnant. You should be helped by the Lord. Put it on Genesis 27 so that you can know what I'm talking about. Divine increase opens door. Divine increase will open door for you. Once, once you are increasing, you are not stagnant. You discover that doors that used to be difficult, they are now opening for you at will. Because God is the one that is helping you. God is the one that is helping you. Okay, look at verse 39. And as his father said, unto him, behold, thy dwelling shall be of the fatness of the heart and of the dew of heaven. And by this word, first word, thou shalt live. Thou shalt serve thy brother, and it shall come to pass when thou shalt have dominion, thou shalt break his yoke from off your neck. There is a level of increase that the yoke cannot stay in your neck. You have a dominion. You know, a lot of people are thinking, when you look at people that are talking about a jail show, uh, stepmother, somebody is doing me, you discover that thing is rampant among illiterates. Because by, by virtue of poverty indices, they lack access to good water, good road, good income, good food. This, are, this should be the natural thing of life. But because they don't have it, a lot of things also happen to them on the negative side. Diseases. And they say it's somebody that is doing them. Somebody always do you when you are poor. They will do you. But there is a level you get to in life that certain things cannot dominate you. So he told the guy, don't worry about whether he has carried your blessing. When you increase and you have dominion, his yoke shall be broken away from your neck. Increase open door. When you increase, certain doors will open. You don't need to fight people to accept you. Some people that you are begging to notice you, they'll be the one begging you. One man, well, they were sharing the story of one man here. I won't mention his name. Not far, very far from here. He was begging people to please help him. Help me, help me. He was begging. I'm no, sorry. I'm going later. The moment he got accreditation from NBT for his polytechnic and he pasted it, people started saying, Can I have an appointment with you? They started coming to him to help him. In fact, they were giving him students without any signing of MOU. And somebody, one of his friends, pasted it on his wall and he started congratulating. The congratulatory message was more than 20. And he wrote, I'm not the one, no, he's my brother. I'm not the one, he's my brother. So, there's a level you get to. People easily want to open doors for you. There's a level you get to. I was asking one banker. He came here soliciting for a fund. I can't open it. 
And I said, ah, you have been coming repeatedly. If it is Dangote that you meet like this, he said, if you first go and do Thanksgiving church. Just. <laughs> I said, what will you do for him? He said, anything that he wants. I said, why? He said, because of his name. Because of his name. There's a level of increase you get to. A place where you kill. Somebody walk in and they open the entrance door for them in the bank. And they say, okay, a yemoto, a maloli, what I put a key. Like a Tony Cocoro, one she for one. Bank money, Jaganushi. Bank money, we open the door. I say, a yemako, a mabo. Increase open door. That's why I'm trusting God this year. The Lord will increase you. And doors will be opening for you in Jesus' name. So I've said, number one thing that open door is divine connection. God connect you. Doors will be open. Number two, divine increase. Open doors for you. Number three, also that open door is divine exposure to the love of God. At times when God wants to open doors for you, He will expose you to certain things that you have not seen before. He will expose you. By divine exposure, your mindset will shift. It will change. When your mindset shifts and changes, you will discover that imaginary doors will be removed. When you discover that your doors, your mind, the doors that lock your mind is open, because God has exposed you to certain doors. So let me give you an example, the one that is very cheap that has come to my mind. If you have access, you're exposed to riding a very good car. And those of you that have been riding good car, we understand what I'm talking about. To ride a very good car. I'm talking about very good car, comfortable car to drive, to enjoy. Drive with pleasure. And you have been used to that. You have been exposed to driving that good car by, by indices of maybe power steering, full AC, all these options, options, options. And you know, when you drive, don't actually feel much gallop because the car is suitable to drive. Are you hearing me now? And maybe for one reason or the other, you have to go and drive basic car. Basic, like my daughter's car. <laughs> you will feel uncomfortable. Why do you feel uncomfortable? The level of your exposure to comfort make you feel that you cannot go low. And you will always expect this comfort. That is your state of mind. That's your state of mind. It does not matter what people feel or what they say. You have been exposed to it. You have been exposed to it. And certain exposure like that open your mind. It just open your mind. That look, you can't come down low. And doors open for you because most of the limitation we suffer is in our mindset. It's not actually the lack of money. It's just because deep inside our mind, we feel those things are too way expensive, we cannot afford them. But there's a level of exposure that tells you that, look, I have tasted this thing. I cannot go down. Now. I'm, I'm going to show you in the scripture. That is why when God wants to promote you, he allows you to see some things. We allow you to feel something. You are not there, but we take you there. We allow you to feel it. And when you feel those things, your mind is shifted up. And because your mind is shifted up, 
doors begin to open in that direction for you because your mind is shifted up. Let me also give you another example. If you have been collecting salary that is big, not because you are doing a big job, but you are used to collecting big salary, in your mind, you have a feeling that that is your worth because that is your exposure. That's your feeling. No matter what is happening around you, you never feel you can get lower than that because you have been exposed to it for a long time. It does not matter how talented, how good you are. If you are not exposed to big income and they ask you, how much do you want to be paid? You will always talk in that range of your exposure. One of my uncles that used to hire people, HND, OND, one of the questions that we ask them is that, how much do you want to be paid? So, and I'm always surprised that it's always comfortable with the amount that they say. So I say, ah, uncle, anytime I bring somebody to you, say, how much do you want to take? I say, why do you ask that question? That question is dangerous. He say, eh. He say, why is it dangerous? I say, what about if he mentions something that you cannot pay? He say, not one. He say, because they know they are value. They are not exposed to that kind of work. I say, supposing he now asks for something that is very big, what will you do? And I will now ask him, what will you do to get that money? He said, most of the time, they will keep quiet because they don't know what to do to get that money. And they say, hey, I just want the money. He said, we now ask him, how many of your mates are handing this money? Don't you have classmates? He said, so, they will just be looking down and say, ah, it's true. He said, so majority of them will give me the range of how much they can hand. And there is nobody that is ever employed that gave him money that is higher than what he feels his contemporaries are earning. That is exposure. I've also shared a story with you how a, a, a class teacher in Oshobo here was working for a school and was earning 4,000 then that I shared the story. 4,000 naira a month. But was doing part-time NC somewhere. And you know when you do part-time NC? Once you finish the exam, you say, they contribute. They buy this. They buy that. So she'll be complaining. So the maid starts saying, are you the only one working? Why are you always complaining? He said, hello, Moba. Oh, yeah, tell us your salary. And because here we don't discuss our salary. He says, he was always reluctant. One day she said, ah, I will tell you my salary, daddy. She now said, 4,000. He said, yeah, 4,000. 4,000, Moba. ああ、おりやみよ。おてけれじゅなお。いせみにさちけじゃもこ。いせあそこ。ディリストエカサフォンエ16000。16インフォーハベリダムエ。いせ、but Tomorrow, tell your guy that you want to go out. They move around and say, Moshishen is goodbye bye. He said, Are you sure? He said, Yes. That's how to get a job. You just stay there for five years, four thousand. He said, Then she moved. And she, the school is not far from uh, St. Clair's. She moved to St. Clair's. And when she got there, she said, I'm looking for a job. I've been teaching social school for the past five years. I can teach. The headmaster said, Are you sure? And he said, Yes. Oh, yeah. Let her do teaching something, practice. Put her into the class. She thought, he said, what? 
You are good. They said, tomorrow, come and start. She just told your guy in the morning, sorry, Motirishe, I'm going. The man said, okay, I can increase it to 6,000. I said, hey, MF is 6,000. He said, they started with her with 20,000. How did I get to know this story? My friend wanted to buy land from the man that owns the first school. So, the other teacher was teaching Tosi in primary school. So, and I told her somehow that I'm going to so he said, ah, that's my girl. I get to the girl, I said, I met your former, he said, ah, that lady cheated me. She just left unannounced. <laughs> so, they both gave me their side of the story. See, I picked her from nowhere, and she was in fine, she just left. That girl, your girl cheated me for five years, and I never knew that I can harm more than that. And the moment she was exposed to that, and I'm very sure, even without certificate, she can never collect 4,000 from anybody again. It has to do with the mindset of your words. So at times, God will expose you to a bigger opportunity or bigger open door, watch my word, or a bigger comfort of life. To see how life can be pleasurable and say, no, 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 no. I cannot go low. That thing will now motivate you to want to do more. But if you are not exposed, you can be caged. Because you are not exposed, you are being on the same level. That is why God wants to expose you. He wants to give you exposure that will open your mind and bring blessing to your life. Look at it. John chapter 1. I'm going to say some revelation here, but watch it. First John chapter 4, verse 16 and 18. We have known and we have believed the love that God has for us. When you are exposed to the love of God, you can never be afraid in life. Some of you have never been exposed to the love of God in your life. All that you are exposed to is the judgment of God. If they talk about the love of God, your hair will be blocked. Because you never know whether God actually loves any man. In fact, anytime there is a disaster in town, you say God is responsible. Because nobody has ever preached the love of God to you. Never have you seen the special love of God. We have known, we have believed the love that God has for us. God is love. And if we abide in love, abide in God, and God is him. Verse 18, we are not afraid of any evil. Because his perfect love casts out all fear. God cannot do evil. That's what John is saying. When you are exposed to the love of God, you will never, never, I say, be afraid. John chapter 4, verse 17 to 18. The woman beside the well said, I have no husband. Jesus said, you are right. But you have had five husbands. And you are not fulfilled. All this time, all the same, you are right. Jesus was telling her to know that I know all your past, yet I can still love you. That's how Jesus told the story of that woman from someone that was hiding from her past to a great evangelist. Jesus exposes her to true love of God. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1 to 7 says, when we are a little baby, little baby, we suffer from the blessing that's supposed to enjoy. But the moment we grow up, we become adopted as sons. We can cry about father. The moment you are exposed to the love of God, bam, there's a maturity that comes into your mind and you can ask for bigger things from God and God will do it for you. Watch where I'm going again. In Luke chapter 5, 
verse 5 to 8. Look, Peter was blessed by catching harvest of fishes. And when Peter was blessed, Peter, without anybody preaching to Peter, Peter fell down and said, Depart from me, I am a sinner. Jesus did not say, You are a sinner, you are this. He suddenly knew that the man that blessed him does not supposed to bless him. He was giving him unmerited favor. And Jesus said, Don't worry, from today, I will make you what? Fishers of men. Watch it again. Luke chapter 22, verse 55 to 62. The Bible says, Peter denied Jesus three times. And when the cock crow, Jesus looked at Peter. Now, question. How did Jesus look at Peter? Is it a judgmental look? Or a look of love and forgiveness? Somebody asked me in this church some years back. How come that Judas Iscariot discovered that he sinned against God and committed suicide? And Peter discovered that he sinned against God. And repented. What is the difference? I said then. I said maybe Jesus prayed for Peter. Satan has desired to have you. But I have prayed for you. But more than that. Jesus looked at Peter. At the point of denial. With the eyes of love. Don't worry. I am in charge. You can still come back. And instead for Peter to run away. Peter repented. And in John 21, Jesus appeared after 10 days. And nobody could recognize Jesus. It was Peter that first knew it was the Lord. Watch it. And Peter could not allow himself to move by boat to Jesus. He swan to Jesus. If you are to be the person, you have sinned against somebody and that person suddenly appeared, what will you do? You will take the other side. After Jesus that I deny. He said, I will deny him and his prophecy. Negative prophecy came to pass concerning me. Ah, yes, I must have But you know, when Jesus appeared, Peter ran towards him. Peter has been exposed to the love of God. Instead of him to close the door that God is opening, he actually walked into that love and enjoy it. There are so many people that God is opening doors for. But because they are not sure whether God really loved them. They are not sure whether God really liked them. They are not sure whether God meant what he said. They are not sure whether God will forgive them their past. They are not sure whether God is real or is fake. So when God appeared, they run. There was a time in this church. We forced all the students to attend chapel. And some people that are both from Christian home, they jumped over the fence with Babuaya. For me to see God, I will run away. <laughs> from Christendom. <laughs> Do you know that in this church, in this church here, there are some students they are born from Christian home. They will never take Holy Communion. There is one reason. They are afraid of God. If I take it now, and now kill me. Because I'm not perfect. What will I do? But some people that came from Muslim home, they will hit it. And some people that are even saying that they are born again, they are so conscious about the fear of God that they do not enjoy the love of God. The doors that God opened for them, they close it by their own hand. Why? Nobody ever taught them about the love of God. They are not exposed to it. Your exposure to the love of God will open doors for you. And when you are never exposed to the love of God, 
about how much God loves you and cares for you, even while God is calling you, you'll be running towards opposite direction. When God opens doors for you, you, say, are you sure? Are you sure it is God? Are you sure it is God? You see, being in this school has taught me a lot of lessons, a lot about how children relate with their father. I was telling my wife a few days ago, a lady came up to me and begged me, Daddy, please, let me talk to my father that I need some money. I said, talk to your father yourself. Your father wants to hear your voice. No, it is when you talk that it has weight. I said, no, I will not talk about it. I was tempted, so I now made a promise. I said, if you talk to your father and your father refuses, I will support you. In fact, I told my wife, I said, I've made a promise oh, that if the father, because the girl was crying in my office, I said, if the father refuses, I've told my wife, say, hey, push her to the father. I said, I've pushed her. But in case this thing turn out to be negative, this is what I've promised. So I sent the list the thing that is supposed to pay to the school to the father. I don't had anything for her. Just was supposed to pay in the school. And the father thanked me and sent exact amount. As he said, have you told him that I also needed some things? I said, no. That is not my duty. Your duty is for you to do what? Talk to your father. The father now did something. As he sent it to me, the receipts, the father copied the receipt and sent to her. She now said, do you know what happened? As I thank her, I said, ah, daddy, thank you for paying my school fees over the handout. He said, but sir, I still need some things. The father said, go ahead. <laughs> what test do you need? He said, eh, you see, you see, he said, tell me the amount. I need extra 15,000. He said, wait a minute. The father sent 20,000. And I said, daddy, what happened? I asked for 15,000. He said, yes, use extra to take care of yourself. He said, daddy, I'm surprised. I said, that is always how it should be. When you don't know that your father loves you. Be, you always feel that eh, you don't know. He said, No, daddy, it's not because he likes me, it's because maybe he just won a jackpot. <laughs> be exposed, <laughs> be exposed to the father's love, and doors will open for you easily. Stand on your feet, stand on your feet, raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I, I receive grace. To be exposed to how much you love me. And when I know how much you love me, doors will be opening for me in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not run away from you. I will run towards you. Because I know you cannot deny me my blessing. Because I know you will bless me. Go ahead and talk to the Lord and talk to him. Talk to him. Lord, I receive grace to be exposed to how much you love me. I know you love me so much. I will not close my destiny, close my mouth. I will ask for more from you. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to be exposed.
to your love. It does not matter what people say against you or about you. I will only know how much you love me and care for me. That is what I believe. That is what I will do. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not run away from you. I will run towards you. In the name of Jesus, I will not use intermediary to ask for blessing from you. I know you love me so much. You love me so much and you always take care of me. I receive grace to be exposed to your love. I receive grace to be exposed to your love. There are so many people here that are so special to the Lord. The Lord loves them so much, but they are running away from God because they don't, they don't know how much the Father loves them. Lord, I receive grace to be exposed to your love. I receive grace to be exposed to your love. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me increase that we break obstacle, that we give me dominion life, that we open doors for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, there's a level of increase that the chain of the enemy cannot hold. Lord, I receive divine increase that will open doors for me. In the name of Jesus, I receive, Lord, I receive, Lord, increase that will open doors for me. Increase that will open doors for me. Increase that will open doors. Go ahead and pray for the increase that will open your door. The door that you are struggling to open. When you increase, door will open. Lord, I receive divine increase that will open doors for me. Go ahead and pray. As I'm growing, I'll be going thick. I'll be getting better in the name of Jesus. Increase that will open doors for me. Lord, I receive it in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. When you increase, you have dominion. When you increase, you have dominion. Lord, I receive grace to increase that will open doors for me. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are praying the top prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Father, connect me to somebody that will help me to open door. In the name of Jesus. Divine connection, open door. Lord, connect me. Every door that is shut against me, I receive divine connection that will open door easily for me. Every door that is shut against me, Lord, connect me to higher forces higher power that will break the door or open it for me. Go ahead and pray. I receive divine connection that will open doors for me. Go ahead and pray. I receive divine. I want you to see it. See the way I'm saying it. Lord, I receive divine connection in form of human agents that will open doors for me. Divine connection. Oh, you want to travel outside the country? You need divine connection. You want a job, you need divine connection that will open doors for you. Lord, I receive divine connection. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your eyes. I've mentioned three keys that open doors tonight. Divine connection, divine increase, and divine exposure to the love of God. May the Lord give you these three in Jesus' name. And open massive door of opportunity for you this year in the name of Jesus. I'm trusting God that somebody will talk on your behalf. And it will simplify your project in the name of Jesus. God Almighty, this year we connect you to your miracle. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice tonight. 
you will serve God with joy this year. You will have abundant testimony. None of us here will be frustrated. Divine connection will work for you. Divine increase will work for you. Divine exposure to the love of God will work for you. You will not be limited in the name of Jesus. Father, do it according to the word you have revealed to me. Let your people have testimony in these three areas. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.